time for the Soft Shoulder Podcast. I am your host, Danette Relic of Radical Creative Sanctuary, inviting spaciousness for your mind and your heart. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. The Soft Shoulder is your time, your time to slow down and fuel up on self-love support so you can make the most of your gorgeous life. Join me here. Everyone needs a soft shoulder. There's this character that Kristen Wiig played on SNL on Saturday Night Live, and she played this woman who was so incapable of keeping a secret. (laughs) She just squirmed with her whole body, dying to tell the news, dying to tell the good news. She just wanted to like, ah, she just could not keep it in. So dear listeners, this is me today. And I am sharing with you what will be a secret for a short period of time, because you have been such an incredible audience, such an incredible community, a source of great joy for me in these past uh, two and a half years almost. And um, and I know that there are many of you listening from all over the place. Some of you I've heard from, but a lot of you I haven't. And I just want you to know that I appreciate you so much. And I love spending this time with you, except you get to spend time with me. I don't really know. <laughs> I don't really get to spend time with you here. Um, I imagine it. So I'm making an announcement in this episode about a way in which we can spend a little more time together. And I'm just so darn excited about it. So I'm going to tell you right now the link where you can go right now. um, Keep listening. But also go to RadicalCreativeSanctuary.com slash Self Love Coloring Club. That's all one word, and coloring has you in it. <laughs> I'm putting the you in coloring. Okay, it's spelled the Canadian, I think Australia, the non-American way. It's got this C-O-L-O-U-R-I-N-G, coloring club, self-love coloring club. Um, I'm so excited to share this with you. And so I will tell you a lot more about the details of Self-Love Coloring Club, which is five Wednesdays this December, December 2020. Um, I've created something that's gentle. I've created something that's easy for you and for me. And it's really fun. Um, I'll talk more about the specifics of Coloring Club at the end of this episode. But for everyone listening, future, past, (laughs) time travelers, welcome. I'm just going to nerd out so hard right now on why I love coloring, why coloring is so good for you, and maybe why you haven't been able to make time to do it, even though you have the supplies, even though you have the desire. You're not alone in this, right? So let's begin, first of all, by thanking Alison Tarr. (laughs) Join me in thanking her because this was her idea. I was having a, a, a surprise visit and conversation on, a, on an unusually warm November day here in Toronto, leaves falling all around. And as you know, I've been 
continuously in healing, recovery from a brain injury, and I am still managing a lot of ups and downs in terms of uh, my capacity, and a lot of this has to do with, oh, it's complicated, but basically, I need help, and I need to really plan and pace um, where I'm, how I'm using my brain, basically, right? So, um, so there Allison was, and I was like, I really miss teaching. I really want a group. I really want to lead and bring people in together and do this work in community. And I was nervous because I'm not, um, I've been like pared down. I've been really loving the one-on-one work and I know uh, how to do that. And um, this is a leap for me to t- test out my own energy. So um, with that in mind, Allison just got this idea of what she would love to do with me, which is <laughs> a coloring club. And as soon as the words left her mouth, I was like, that is it. That is what I need. I think that's what a lot of you would love. And it just feels like such a good fit. So thank you so much to Allison. This episode is brought to you by Allison Tarr, making these things possible. And it's also brought to you by the Self-Love Coloring Club. So I think that you know that coloring is not just for kids. This is not like the the adult coloring book phenomenon has like risen and it's been around. It's here to stay, right? There was that, maybe that first year where it was like, oh, an adult coloring book. Um, Now there's so many of them, which is wonderful. So you know that, you know that you're a grown up and you know that coloring is also for you. It's not just a child thing. Um, The beauty of this becoming so normalized is that I think it gives a lot of us permission. What's so funny is that there were some people who were adults who were coloring. They just didn't have the selection of product. So I often would buy like, I liked My Little Pony and uh, Hello Kitty, um, you know, maybe a strawberry shortcake if I could find one at the drugstore. But like, I loved coloring and I used to think, God, it'd be great if, you know, I had a little more selection. <laughs> no offense to the ponies, but, um, you know, it'd be really great. And of course, fantasized about making my own and Um, I know you've heard the story and then I didn't take action for like eight years. (laughs) Don't do what I do. Um, And so now we're here, we have the selection. Adults could always color, but now we have permission with these books that say it's for us. And there's all these amazing themes. It's not just adults. It's like, you know, indie rock and, you know, floral and geometry and like space and like just all kinds of amazing illustrators making great work, including yours truly, uh, Radical Creative Sanctuary slash shop. There are three different uh, downloadable coloring page sets for you there as well. Um, So one of the reasons why I made my own was because there's this thing about adults. So there's this pressure around it having like to be a little better than what we expect from children. Um, I think (laughs) for any of you listening who have perfectionist leanings, you know what I'm talking about. And you've probably seen that adult coloring pages, at least when they first were coming out, they were very delicate. They were more difficult, uh, like finer lines, thinner lines, more detail. You couldn't really use a crayon on a lot of these. You had to have something sharp. You had to have a more, you know, upscaled art supply for this, right? And that I felt was such a, um, something was missing, right? So I, when I created my pages, I liked the thick lines. I loved 
I have a Hello Kitty coloring book. It's so amazing. The lines are so thick and it's fun to color in. Um, and you can still use crayons if you want. I prefer colored pencils, but um, you could, you know, wasn't too dainty. Um, so that's like part of the chat. Like maybe you've been wanting to color, but then when you like look and you're like, I don't know, this is like, this feels kind of serious. And coloring, I think, is supposed to be relaxing. It's supposed to be easy. It's supposed to be a way to unwind. Um, so you have probably already heard and possibly experienced these benefits. These are the ones you'll read about most. Mindfulness. You know, we don't sell this to the children. Hey, my little niece, you know, <laughs> you want a mindfulness practice? No, it's you want a color? Yeah. And you just make a big mess and scribble and peel stuff. And it's just, it's fun. Um, but for adults, we need to sell it differently because <laughs> we don't let ourselves play as often as kids do. So it's been, you know, pointed out many a time that mindfulness is a perk of adult coloring. And how does this work really? Well, you know, when you're coloring a page, you have this page, this physical thing right in front of you. Actually, also a tablet if you're coloring digitally, but I'm mainly going to be talking about um, physical paper. So you have this page right in front of you and you're choosing a color and you're bringing that color to a space a white space, an empty space, and you're filling it in. And every single stroke fills it in a little more and your eyes are watching as it fills in, fills in, fills in. Maybe your ears are listening as you hear that little waxy scrape or that pencil sliding on the paper. It's bringing your senses to the present moment. So, you know, you may still be worrying. You may still have your mind wander, but it will bring you back because once you finish coloring that one leaf and you want to change colors, you have to disrupt your thought to put your green or whatever crayon down and choose another color. It's, it helps you spiral less. It helps you come back continuously to the moment and to the sensation of coloring. This uh, many people report and perhaps you've experienced going into a flow state where it's like kind of low stakes and you're just coloring and you just kind of lose track of time. It's a really, really beautiful thing to do for yourself, really immersing in the moment, right? So mindfulness is a perk. It's also sold as a stress reliever and building on the mindfulness, you know, if you have a sheet of paper in front of you and you're working with crayons or markers, it's a little more difficult. I'm sure you found a way if you really wanted to. But it's a little more difficult to be playing on your phone, to be watching a movie, to be scrolling through Instagram, right? You've, your hands are busy. And so the less you're doing that, the less you're plugged into consuming content visually and consuming all of the stimulus, um, it's calming down your nerves. It's just limiting the amount of distraction and alarming input you can have, which of course will send your brain into a million directions, especially, you know, with any news updates or just any kind of stressful things that are popping up, your mind is just going to keep following all those threads. If you're coloring, you give a little bit of a break, you give a little bit of breathing room. Um, I do enjoy consuming some content while coloring. I will listen to something. Maybe you're, wouldn't it be, oh my God, if you're coloring right now while listening to this, please email me and tell me. I will just, it'll just thrill me to no end. Um, <laughs> but I like to listen to music 
um, or a podcast or a book. And sometimes I will listen to a comforting TV show that I have seen a million times. Um, to me, it's just kind of like, well, it's just like anything else, right? Just like listening to a conversation, listening to a story, revisiting characters. I know what's going to happen. It's not going to jar me into like new thoughts. Um, and um, sometimes I find that really nice to do while I don't have to watch because I know, <laughs> I know what's going to happen in, you know, Grey's Anatomy or whatever. Um, currently Dawson's Creek. So, so there's all of that. Now the shapes on a, uh, a coloring page, it's divided. It's got these lines. It's got these little shapes and sometimes shapes are divided into even smaller shapes. Well, what does that do for you? It takes you out of a world where maybe you're feeling like there's no control and nothing is achievable. It's taking you to a page. A page is maybe achievable. And sometimes that's overwhelming if you're really stressed out. So it's like, I'm just going to color this leaf. And maybe you just start with, I'm going to color this section of the leaf. I'm going to color the stem of the leaf. Once you decide you're doing that, you fill it in with a color of your choice You've accomplished something. I know this maybe sounds <laughs> like, oh yeah, it's really an accomplishment. Um, it is incredibly soothing to master small things and have small achievable goals section by section. It will build your confidence. It'll build a sense of like, oh, I can do something. I've checked something off. I've filled this space. These are uh, accessible um, even when other things might feel impossible. So it's very calming in that way. And just a reminder that, you know, we think we can multitask and maybe we can multitask, but we can't multifocus. Our brains can't do that. So when you're bringing your attention to the page, you are focusing. And this is also helping you just to like unplug from consumption back into creation, being in a flow state. Um, and making some space in your mind. So you've probably heard all those things. Of course, it's great. Creativity is great. It's wonderful to play with color and imagery. All of this is great. I think that there's like something with coloring too, because you have to use logic and you're also, you're using like both sides of the brain. You know, you're, you're solving problems, you're figuring out angles, you're like measuring things and distances and also just sort of like blending and just flowing in a color energy uh, is very soothing. So you probably know all this. Now, I want to talk about art because, you know, one of the things that can stop us from coloring um, is perhaps like an art wound where like doing anything with creative supplies just feels intimidating you, you know, had something happen at some point in your life where someone told you that's not for you or you're not good at it. And uh, it just doesn't have that kind of, you know, has more pressure, especially as an adult and especially after all this time. Um, the beautiful thing about a coloring page um, is that it can open that door in a nice, safe and contained, like literally contained way, right? All these contained shapes. I was speaking with someone who was talking about having a very talented family member. And so it felt like making art belonged only to that family member who had 
you know, developed a skill over many years and also had, you know, maybe a, a natural talent for this particular medium. But then that got kind of like added pressure for this person. So what's nice about a coloring page is that you're not drawing, you're not making an oil painting, you're not reinventing a wheel, you have the outlines there and you still get to create some a beautiful picture that'll be different from other people coloring in the same thing. Um, it's a really nice, just gentle doorway into art making, into playing with color. And I want to talk about art and how art is actually just a bunch of choices. If you think about it, I know people who don't make, I'm going to just say visual art. It's like, how do they do that? It's like magic. If you actually study what happens, you slow down the process of like getting marks onto a page. You can measure these things. They're just choices. Do I, do I turn left? Do I turn right? Do I press hard on the crayon? Do I go soft? Do I go with like reds and yellows and umber and like violet? Or do I go over with like, you know, moss and olive and grass and stone colors? Like they're just choices. That's all you like. Every single thing was a choice. Every mark on the page was a choice. And so, you know, the more that you do that, you don't really know until the art is done, then you step away from it, then we can, you know, and we do with <laughs> paintings, <laughs> judge whether we like them or not, whether we like this combination of choices or not. And art, are you saying like, yeah, Danette, that's great. But you know, some people are really good. Well, yeah. And you know why? Probably partially because they have a lot of practice making choices. They showed up and they chose a bunch of colors and didn't like how that looked or how that felt. So they made other choices the next time, right? Part of it, intuition, whatever. Yes. And it really is a bunch of choices. So when you are sitting down to color, you are giving yourself this opportunity to choose what, how am I going to fill this in? What color am I, am I going to go with green grass or am I going to choose something else? Because you don't have to make it look like real life, right? What color do I want the sky to be? What color do I want this animal to be or this flower to be? It could be anything. In fact, it doesn't even have to have color. <laughs> One of the things I've been experimenting with is coloring, a coloring page in with a pencil, just a regular pencil and just practicing with like light and dark shading softer so it's all like tones of gray you can do that too is it still called coloring I think so um, but really you're just practicing making a choice sometimes in our lives we don't feel like we have a lot of choices this is a place where you get to practice in your own small way for a short period of time I choose yellow I choose orange I choose raspberry. I choose midnight blue, you know, like all of this over and over. Will you regret a choice? Maybe. And this is like life. <laughs> coloring is, I told you I'm going hard. I'm going hard. I love coloring so much. It is like life. We just have to make a bunch of choices and then we assess whether or not that worked out for us or not based on how we feel. And with coloring, and particularly, I'll talk more about this um, with downloadable coloring pages, 
you can just start again, right? You can just get a new page. But if you refuse to make choices in your life and if you refuse to choose colors and to fill up these spaces, well, guess what? You know, those pages stay blank. Those pages are unlived. So it might be just a cute little thing. You tell your friends or your partner that you're coloring and they're like, oh, that's kind of a cute old timey craft. It's about so much more than that. You don't have to tell them, but know that it is feel that it is. How do you feel when you're done? I have asked a bunch of people this question. When you are done coloring, it just feels lighter somehow. It just feels kind of calmer, a little more chill. Often people will be like, why don't I do that more often? Why didn't I do that sooner? I had these things here this whole time. Well, it's precisely this reason why I am inviting you to join me in December for five Wednesday afternoons in Self Love Coloring Club. Because I know that sometimes it's hard to sit down with the supplies you have and actually just show up, right? This is, I think, the biggest part of it because, you know, it's like, Well, there's a million other things you could be doing, right? So when we do things with other people, um, there's this thing called like, um, what is it called? Well, it's basically the kind of joy that we have when we do things together, joy in a group, you know, Um, something in unison, like when we sing in a group, when we dance a, a routine, even like really simple stuff, when we mirror each other, when we play a sport, when we row a boat with a whole bunch of other people, there's something that feels really nice. And um, we don't even have to talk to those people. We don't even really have to like them or even know them, but it feels really good. And, um, you know, like the, I noticed this impact in like a study hall or a library for me before the COVID restrictions, it was coffee shops. I would be so productive in a coffee shop because I didn't mind the, you know, the, the, the noise of the coffee shop, the lulling conversation and that. And it was because other people were around me <laughs> doing the same thing. They had their laptops open, they're working away. And so if I hit a chapter of my book that was particularly difficult or emotionally like was going to take, you know, some real some real strength, some real courage, Uh, or if I just got bored. Well, if I'm in the coffee shop working with a bunch of people, I can't just get up and start organizing my spice jars. I can't just get up and like, I'm going to do laundry that doesn't need to be doing again. Like you can't jump out of your chair. So part of having the self-love coloring club is to give you that space. You will have signed up. You will have this on your calendar. You will be sitting and, you know, you can have, it'll be on Zoom. You can have your camera on uh, or off. But I, I just have this vision of like seeing a whole bunch of people coloring together in their own little space, in their own little way. No pressure to chit chat, but just knowing that we're all there together. Um, you know, you're not alone in this. I think I want to, I want to really normalize. This is way more common than you think. I know, I know that it's very easy to be like, okay, here's the coloring page. Here's this coloring book that, you know, people gave me for Christmas like three years ago. I have all these crayons, whatever, and I'm just not using them. What's wrong with me? 
That's not the question you want to ask. What you want to know is that Gretchen Rubin did a whole lot of research around this and found in the four tendencies, she found this framework about how we respond to inner and outer expectations. The largest group are the uh, obligers. And that means that we respond well to other people's expectations, outer expectations, and not as much. We need more of a structure and accountability for the inner expectations. Um, I'm not an obliger. I'm saying we, but I'm just, I'm just joining you for a moment. (laughs) But this is so important. And this is why gym memberships work. And this is why running buddies work and accountability buddies. And this is why coaches work. If everybody was an upholder, some upholders would probably want a coach because it's amazing having a coach. It's like a fast track. It's so helpful. And for a lot of things, I think a lot of them might not because when an upholder wants to do something, they do it. And um, obligers just thrive in a coaching relationship. They thrive having a a gym buddy or a a rowing group or a dance partner, right? Um, And so these things of showing up together, you're not alone in it. There are so many people where this is just how it works. And taking the shame out of it is so important because once we find out how we work, we can set up the things that are going to help us work. Like if you know (laughs) that you won't do yoga on, on the floor at home, then you sign up for a course or you get a friend to do yoga with you on a certain time of day so that you're not letting them down if you cancel. This is just what makes you show up. Then you just put that in. So if this is you and you recognize this, I strongly invite you to join us in Self Love Coloring Club. Um, So being, it helps you be in the chair. Um, And I want to speak a little bit too about this idea of getting it perfect. Um, I know what that's like. I do. And, um, you know, it can be very intimidating, especially some of these adult coloring books are works of art. They are like, high quality books on really beautiful paper. It's intimidating because if you launch down some permanent color, some pigment on there, um, that's it. You know, you're making a commitment and there's no going back uh, with a physical book, um, which has its own benefits. And with Self-Love Coloring Club and with the pages I have in my shop, it's um, you get to download them digitally. So you don't have that whole like coloring book feel, which I hear you. I love that as well. But the perks of having the pages that you can download and print unlimited amounts for your own personal use has really um, been so fun for me. I have never actually done this before until my own pages. Um, Getting to color the same image over and again, knowing I can do it again, I've been trying out different color combinations. I've been trying out different techniques and I can compare one to the other and go, oh, I kind of like that first one or, oh, I really like the hair on this one, but oh, I like that pattern better. And see, this is all about those decisions that we made, getting freer to make decisions like this that are creative, that just express what we enjoy. Um assessing that and having the confidence to keep going and make more. So, um, yeah, anyways, um, I feel, feel like I've, I've nerded out quite a lot. (laughs) 
Thanks for sticking with me. If you're just like, oh, I know all this. I know all this, Danette. I just want to color with you. Okay. So Self-Love Coloring Club is a very light, think of it like a restorative yoga class. So for the five Wednesdays in December, this December, it's going to be at 1 p.m. Eastern time. So check your time wherever you are in the world. There's no recordings. There's no group. There's no extra stuff. It's just me and you, these five sessions and five new pages that you have not seen before that also are going to have a little bit more of like a reflective aspect to them. So you'll get these five pages. You'll get a page for every session. We'll show up to the session and there will be a, you know, a light facilitation, possibly a short journal, write And reflection on the theme of the page, um, And then we're going to dive in, hang out in color together, and uh, I'll be there to share my tips, probably some laughs, Um, but I really want you to feel like this is just time for you to show up and make space for this kind of self-care activity, to make space for you and color, to use the supplies you have, to enjoy coloring with other people, to remember how good it feels to just, and how important it is to just take an hour of mindful activity. You don't have to do a meditation challenge. You don't have to sit on a pillow and hold your hands in a special way and do something with your spine. You can just color and it can be an incredible gift to yourself. So we'll be doing this together for December and um, also, you know, You could be coloring with us and then just decide you kind of want to go off-roading. Maybe you want to to color some other book. Um, There'll be some light journal prompts, but really it's like a low-key, relaxing place where you can just show up and be welcome and have this time. I don't know about you, listener, but Decembers are, even when I um, do my best and I've been getting better every year at managing the expectations of a month like December with holidays and all the things. Um, It still ends up um, being a little bit more (laughs) than I expected. And um, depending on the year and depending on what's going on, I don't know what to expect this year from December. Um, I just feel in my heart that it's going to be a really um, tender and challenging time but I'm, I'm very curious about the beauty that's going to emerge from it because I know that there's a lot of pain right now and I know that this is often a painful month uh, for many of you. And uh, it seems to magnify a lot of things that are already here. But what I also know about you is that you have such an amazing heart and I know that you really care about the world and the people in your life. And I know that you're already thinking about ways in which you can make this season a little kinder for other people, you know, the people that you love. And I hope you always include yourself in the category of people that you love. So um, this is, um, I hope that you'll join me and uh and, and spend some time coloring and tending to yourself, tending to what's growing, reminding yourself um, that you can trust 
um, that things are growing, even though you can't always see them, uh, entertain going a little bit slower, um, just making a coffee, putting on your slippers, getting out the crayons. It is a good time. I hope you'll join me. And, um, another incentive of course is, um, the cost of self-love coloring club is 50 Canadian dollars. So depending on where you live, I would check out that exchange rate because it really works in your favor in, in some places where you live on top of it just being a really wonderful experience. Um, I'm really excited to bring it to you. I've got uh, one page ready to go. When you sign up, you get the first page. And I won't tell anyone if you start ahead of time, go for it. You can keep printing them so you can practice and you can enjoy it. Try the pencil technique if you like. Um, and then you'll have the, the joy of having new pages arrive um, as we continue on with the club for Wednesdays in December. Uh, so thank you again for being such an amazing community um, and for all of your wonderful words and sharing how you listen to this. I really would love to see some of your faces in the Self-Love Coloring Club. Uh, be a great way to spend a little more time together. Um, that's all for today. So um, go on. The, the gate is open. No one knows, but it's open. <laughs> Head on over there and get your spot in the Self-Love Coloring Club. Hopefully, I will see you on the first Wednesday of December. And in the meantime, just remember that you are someone worth loving. And it all starts with you. You know all the benefits of coloring you've heard before. Maybe I sparked your imagination with a few more perspectives today. That is why coloring is a self-care practice. You giving yourself the gift of all of these benefits is you showing yourself that you show up for yourself. And the more that you do that, the more repetition, that is evidence that you will start to notice, oh look, I'm the kind of person who shows up for myself. I'm the kind of person who makes a commitment and sets aside time and does these things so that I can benefit from it. Give yourself this gift. I would love to see you there. Take good care and I'll talk to you soon.